Good evening, everyone. It's time for today's Tax Talk. I'm your host. I'm attorney Stephen Leahy. Thanks so much for joining us. As you may know, I am a tax attorney. And so we talk a lot about taxes. <laughs> um, you know, sometimes it makes sense to go to tax court. Sometimes it doesn't. We do represent people in tax court. And uh, today we're going to talk about a time when maybe it didn't make sense to go to tax court. Even famous people have problems with the IRS and going to tax court. Uh, that's what we're going to talk about today. Won't you join us? Uh-oh. So welcome back. Uh, it is about our, the actor Charlie Sheen had a tax issue with the IRS some many years ago, actually now. Most people who come to see me about uh, tax problems, they've been fighting the IRS for a long time. It's not, uh, you don't turn around to hire a lawyer, you know, they, uh, you find out you owe the IRS money and then you just hire a lawyer. Usually that's not the case. Usually, you know, people try to battle the IRS, try to come to some sort of terms with them, find out that it's very difficult. And only after many years of fighting the IRS do people generally seek legal counsel because, again, they think that they could reason with the IRS. And you can reason with them if you understand where they're coming from, but most people do not. They don't They don't get the, uh, the, the way the system works. And... Um, you know, you hear on the television all the time or on the radio, you know, pay pennies on a dollar. The the uh, IRS initiative, Fresh Start initiative, it's out there. You know, the, you could pay the IRS pennies on the dollar. And when you're someone like Charlie Sheen and you owe them a, a big chunk of money, you know, oftentimes you think, well, they don't need the, the whole amount. In this case, it was 2015. The IRS said he owed $5 million, four point something. And uh, he thought, well, I can't pay that. Uh, and so I think I should offer less. And so he did offer less. And that's what we're going to talk about. There's a couple stories about it because it just came out. The tax court came out with a decision. And again, it didn't turn out very well for, for Mr. Sheen. And so let's talk a little bit about that. The... Um, See where we are here. Here we go. So first, this this is a story from People Magazine in uh, 2000. This is from 2018. And he was fighting the IRS in 2018. Charlie Sheen reportedly owes $4,967,376.31 in back taxes for the tax year 2015. Um, according to court documents obtained by The Blast, the, act, the actor star... Uh, owes this amount of money for tax to 15, the federal tax lien was filed. So that's what the tax lien says. Now, what they don't tell you, right, is the IRS uh, compounds interest each and every day. And that's, you know, the, the interest on this, something like this is per day is just amazing. And it uh, and so while he's fighting out, this was, if it's 2015, 
right? It, the, that amount came due in 2016. Well, when it became due, that's when he starts paying uh, interest on that money. And it, it grows at, at, four, at $5 million, it grows very quickly. Uh, again, it's compounded every day. So you owe, owe, owe every day more, 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 more. Okay. And so now in 2021, he didn't like, he, he tried to come up with the offer and compromise. Well, here's some, here's the history of it. So th- let's just read this story and we'll see the history of it. Charlie Sheen sues IRS to cut two and a half men's size tax bill down to size. And again, you, you know, you hear about this, you know, the IRS will work with you that you could pay pennies on the dollar. Now, most of my clients uh, are in the upper tax brackets and, um, the IRS is not very helpful to people in the upper tax brackets. They're just not. There's lots of programs for people who don't have any, who don't have anything. And the reason that's pretty obvious is that because they, they can't collect from them. And so no matter what they owe, they won't be able to pay. And so that's, and that's just the way it works. So when you're, and now, generally, tax court is for cases where there's issues that are that need to be resolved by the court. Um, in this case, he took it to tax court. In, in that, I think in 18, 2018 article, he had not yet taken it to tax court. He didn't like the the um, decisions of the of the collections department, and so that's when he took it to tax court. Very difficult case uh, for uh, for an offer and compromise. Uh, to win in tax court, and he did not win in tax court. So let's read the story. Actor Charlie Sheen may be most famous for his TV role in Two and a Half Men, but now he's hoping for a better role from the IRS. He owes the tax man millions, is tired of their collection efforts, and has been trying to negotiate a deal with the agency. This story isn't fit for a screenplay, but it's familiar one in the Hollywood and just about everywhere else. Tax bills mount up. The IRS tries to collect with notices, liens, and levies, and it's painful for everyone. There are two established ways to try to strike a deal with the IRS. There are installment payment arrangements and offers in compromise. Now, again, I talk about offers in compromise a lot on this uh, program. And that me and how difficult they are. Remember, last year, two thousand and twenty, uh, the, the IRS settled eight seven point four million cases. Of those seven point four million cases, only fourteen thousand around, I think it's fourteen thousand eight hundred, something like that, were offers in compromise. So almost none of them, less than a quarter of one percent of all the cases settled were were offers in compromise. People, they they hold it out. They say it's out there. They're, and you'll see a lot of this in the news now because the IRS is talking about changing some of the uh, parameters of keeping your tax refund while you're in a uh, offer and compromise. The offer takes some months sometimes, and now with the IRS in the state that they're in, it, will, it may take a year longer for them to decide whether to accept your offer. While your offer is pending, any tax uh, refund that you're due they're taking. They're not going to give you that tax refund. And whatever year that they decide to um, come up with a decision. So if I filed it this year, the tax refund I'm due this year, uh, I w- I'm not going to get. And then if they decide it next year, that the tax refund, I'm not, I'm not going to get either. And so they, they change some of the parameters now, but not for everyone, just for those who look like, you know, they, that they need it as a hardship. 
and they're going to get, you know, they're, and that's not really who uh, is going to get, who needs it, right? Uh, don't get me wrong. Everybody needs relief from the IRS. But anyway, that's the way that, that's the way that works. So uh, let's go back to the story. There are installment payment arrangements and offers a compromise. Sheen has tried both unsuccessfully. Again, just because you want an offer and compromise, I mean, a, a first we know that the offer and the compromise is very difficult to get. Even if you want an installment agreement, I've had many clients, and I'm going to go back to this because I've had many clients who wanted a offer, uh, an installment agreement because they didn't have liquid assets to pay the IRS and the IRS would not allow them to have an installment agreement. They just, they insisted on taking things away from them. And uh, it, we had to fight them all the way through. We went to several uh, appeals and, you know, eventually we got a way to pay them through sale of an asset that was going to take some time. And they allowed, they allowed uh, periodic payments while that was coming, but they would not release levies and they would not stop coming after them for an installment agreement. Because once you're in an installment agreement, the, the IRS stops collection efforts. But in the case that I'm discussing, they would not stop any collection efforts because they had assets. Well, if you have assets, it's very difficult for the IRS to agree to an installment agreement. Okay, so that's just the way it is. Sheen has tried both unsuccessfully. Installment agreements are easier to get since the IRS isn't cutting its bill. Although this sometimes the IRS will cut the bill for an installment agreement. These are called partial installment agreements. So sometimes that so you don't always have to pay everything you owe to the IRS in an installment agreement. Uh, you uh, since the IRS isn't cutting its bill, just getting paid over time. Offers and compromise are tougher. You owe the IRS a million, but offer them less. Will they take it? That's what Sheen did. If the IRS figures it can collect the whole amount, it's not easy to get an offer comp, comp, an offer accepted. Almost impossible, right? If the because you have to prove there's a couple of different ways to prove it. Uh, there's there's what they call doubt to collectability, and that's what they're saying. Hey, I, you're never going to get the money from me. But if I have assets that would cover it, well, then they are going to get the money from me. So I'm never going to be able to prove doubt to collectability. There is what they call doubt to liability, where you just say, I don't really owe that amount. And you have to have some strong arguments why you don't owe it. But that's not coming up here with Charlie Sheen. He owed the money. And so there's no, that wasn't really an argument. So this, this article, obviously this gentleman who's writing this article knows a lot about taxes. I read a lot of his articles, uh, Mr. Wood, but obviously doesn't help people with collections because he would know that first that an offer I mean, an installment agreement, you can get a partial installment agreement, so you don't always pay all of it. And um, uh, and it's and again, that that the assets so um, that it's sometimes you can get it even if you can pay them all. And the answer is you generally can't you won't get an offer if your assets will pay just to just to clarify that. OK, back to the article. It's hard to tell the total of. Uh, Sheen's debts, but he owes for 2015, 17, and 18. His 2015 liability was 5.7 million. It appears that he offered 1.2 million as a compromise originally, but later upped it to 3.1 million. For and if I'm dealing with the IRS and I'm trying to make some offers, they're not going to agree if I'm not. So if I'm in 2018 and I still owe them for 2018, they're not going to accept an offer for 2015, right? You still owe. You have to be in compliance. And if I still owe, if, while that first article was in 2018, and he owed for 2018, so he wasn't even in compliance, so they're never going to agree. Um, his 2015 liability was 5.7 million. 
It appears that he offered. Okay, so we we know that all three. He he offered what three point one million to cover all three years. He even put down six hundred twenty six thousand dollars with the IRS as the required twenty percent down payment. Now most of the time that's true. You have to put a twenty percent down payment on, down, but you don't always have to do that. And uh, um, but in the, to get the best deal, you do have to put twenty percent down. And that twenty percent is never. They're never. It's not refundable because you owe them money. Why would they? Why would they give you the twenty percent down when you still owe eighty percent of it? And by the time they decide that, the the interest is is jacked it up now. Now you owe more than eighty percent of it. Uh, now Sheen may not get it back. He won't get it back. That's just the way it works. Now she. This is another evidence that this gentleman doesn't do collections. Sheen made uh, Sheen filed one case in tax court back in 2018. That's the original one, arguing that the IRS had abused its discretion. Very difficult to prove. Now he's filed another, this time arguing that the IRS shouldn't have rejected his offer in compromise. This suit recounts the tortured history and says the deal was a good one and that if he didn't get a fair shake from the area director from the area, most people argue that they don't get a fair shake from the IRS. It's just a fact. Sheen claims that his whopping $3.1 million deal was approved by various people at the IRS. Again, your revenue officer can agree. The, the people, the staff people can agree, but the supervisor has to agree. And if the supervisor doesn't agree, it doesn't get, it doesn't go through. But then he says it was rejected without an official explaining his reasoning or offering an opportunity for Sheen to address his concerns. Now Sheen wants a different IRS office to handle it outside the jurisdiction of L.A., and lest we forget about the two, his 2018 tax case that is still pending, Sheen asked the judge to combine the cases into one. If you've ever dealt with the IRS, it's easy to have uh, some sympathy for Sheen. I certainly do have sympathy for him, as any of my clients would. His court papers recount being shuttled from one IRS person to another in different parts of the country. Of course, some of the figures are eye-popping. When he was trying to an installment agreement with the IRS, it came back saying that he figured the, IRS, the actor could handle paying $51,275 every month. Because they have, here's what happens. The IRS has standards about what expenses they'll allow. And if, if your expenses are much more than that, well, then they say they don't allow it. And then it looks like you could pay a lot more money than you can. And so that's what they bet. That's what they base those numbers on. So if he's got a big house and he's got a huge uh, mortgage payment, which he probably did, well, they're not allowing that big mortgage payment. You got to pay the IRS. Um, as the offer and compromise figure of $3.1 million, the IRS said it figured that his ability to pay was three or four times that. Predictably, some of the brouhaha is over what Sheen should sell, and some is over the value of some of the assets. Sheen has a property in Beverly Hills plus other properties. It's always about that, right? So they think it's worth more. You say it's worth less. No one wants to owe the IRS or to have to have the powerful tax collection agency from, for extra time to make payments, but it happens. Even the wealthy and famous people. A few years ago, Forrest Whitaker faced off with the IRS in court. He was only trying to install a payment deal, but the IRS said he failed to comply with these procedures. The, the tax court sided with the IRS, noting that Whitaker had failed to do what was required. At numerous times, the IRS asked for substantiation, and yet Whitaker failed to provide it. After losing in tax court, Whitaker even appealed to the Ninth Circuit, which upheld the IRS's actions. Boxing great Floyd, Floyd Mayweather once sued the IRS, asking them to wait, await his McGregor fight so he could pay his taxes. The IRS li likes to get paid, but they are being used to gr uh, they are being used to granting 
installment agreements. For before, but before applying for any payment agreement, you must file all required tax returns and cooperate. Again, we call talk about compliance. Taxpayers who need time can apply for filling out and submitting an IRS Form 9465 installment agreement request and Form 433A and sometimes Form 433B. The Form 433B series, I mean, 433 series of forms are basically financial statements that list all your income expenses and assets. Totally true. All true there. Um, It's called the Collection Information Sheet, a CIS we call it a 433, as in, as the form says, uh, but the the uh, the service generally calls it a CIS. Uh, anyway, that's what's that's what's going on. You know, just because I, it's the just because it's a lot of money, like in Charlie Sheen's case, he owes a lot of money, and you and again, people think, well, you know, I own all this money. They should they should be happy taking half. And the answer, and a lot of creditors do, right? When you're dealing with creditors and you owe them money and you, the more, uh, the, the farther you get behind in your payments to creditors, the more likely it is that they're going to agree to take less because statistically, the longer a debt goes unpaid, the less likely it is to get paid at all. Now, with the IRS, it's a little bit different because they have the power that, that other collection agencies don't. Right, they can take things away from you, your property, your home. Uh, they can uh, they can attach any of your proceeds. He probably has some money coming back from reruns and things like that, so they can attach that, take it all from you. And the, what another thing that people don't understand: he filed that case in 2018 and it's still pending. Well, that means that there's a stay on the on the statute of limitations, or what we call the CSED, the collection statute expiration date. And so that's been stayed. So all these years, he's just adding to the end. It's just adding to his misery, and it allows the IRS more time to collect from him. Gives them more power. So you got to weigh all these kinds of things before you start going into tax court. We do go to tax court for people. We help them. Sometimes it makes sense to go to tax court, but not always. And so you have to you have to make sure that you know what's you know how that all works and and what's best for you. Sometimes again, sometimes it makes sense. And sometimes it doesn't. So, um, so th- you know, I want to, again, when you're trying to fight the IRS, wh- where do you start? Well, here's where you start. You start with a copy of my book. Deal with your IRS problem today. Go to freeirsbook.com, freeirsbook.com. Get a copy of the book. Don't cost nothing. It'll, it will help you uh, understand what's available, how to, talks about installment agreements, talks about offers and compromise. Okay, talks about partial installment agreements, which, you know, they didn't even really mention here. So get a copy of the book, freeirsbook.com. Be happy to send it to you for free. Um, and and again, going to ask you to like and subscribe. It's important that you like and subscribe to the content so we can share it, get it out to people. Who else is telling you about tax issues every day? I don't think there's anybody else out there. So that's what I'm doing. I'm trying to help. Had a call today from someone who watches the show, uh, told me to keep going, that people need my uh, my advice and that I should keep the show going. That's what he told me today. I didn't tell him I wasn't going to keep the show going. Uh, so, but, uh, but, you know, people do, you know, get some information from me and, and it's very valuable to them. So if you're fighting the IRS, you know, help us like, and subscribe. So thanks so much for joining us here today. I appreciate you taking the time and uh, we'll see you on the other side. Now, tomorrow, again, we have, tomorrow I have uh, uh Tony Bellino, who's a real estate agent, 
and uh, some other things. So you should tune in tomorrow about two o'clock for our live streaming podcast uh, on all of these, on all the venue, the venue you're seeing this. And you'll meet Tony Bellino and find the secret to Tony Bellino. And he's got a great story. And and to find out, you have to watch the show. So again, thanks so much for for, uh, joining us. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow, I hope. See you then.